0: Hello, welcome to the very first addendum to the very first episode of Solidarity Cast. I'm your host, El Mick. If you haven't already, I would encourage you to listen to episode one of Solidarity Cast, entitled "Cheatler." Um, As I said, this is an addendum to that episode, so I'm really going to be commenting on current events that have happened since that episode that may affect my interpretation and what I I have to say about the comparison between the uh, Cheeto-in-Chief and Hitler and the comparison between the U.S. and the Weimar Republic. You could carry on without listening to that. I think this would still make sense for the most part, but I do think it would make more sense if you listened to that episode. So I recorded episode one on Inauguration Day. I mostly only covered half of Ulrich's book Hitler because I couldn't get through the entire book. But there was also a justification I had for this. Um, It didn't make sense to me to go through what Hitler did once he became chancellor because we didn't really have anything of Trump's doing to compare it to. I do think a lot of disturbing shit has happened in the first 10 days now of this presidency. Uh, I still think that the differences between Trump and Hitler are important and also the route to our salvation. However, I am concerned about Bannon. And also, I'm disturbed about what happened this past weekend with the executive order also known as the Muslim ban. I wasn't surprised that he signed this document. I was expecting it. And I was expecting pretty much the exact outcome from it. Now, what disturbed me, and didn't surprise me, but disturbed me because I didn't think we were there yet, was when the lawyers won stays and presented them at the various airports the Customs and Border Patrol agents refused to abide by these court orders. In episode one, I did say, you know, when I evaluated whether the U.S. today is like the Weimar Republic, I noted that our system of checks and balances is a lot stronger and more robust than what existed in the Weimar Republic. I do still hold that. I do think it's true that we had a a more sophisticated uh, government set up with the balances of power between the three branches. But that doesn't matter if one of the branches refuses to abide by those standards. If the executive branch looks at a court order and says, doesn't matter, doesn't change anything, then what? The concept checks and balances in and of itself isn't a weapon. It only works so long as everyone playing the game abides by those rules. And I'm concerned that we have found ourselves in a situation where we've got an administration that doesn't care to play by those rules. It's disturbing that members of Congress showed up at these airports with these court orders in hand and were still brushed aside. That's two branches of the government the executive branch just sort of chortled at. And this is only the first week. I don't think that happened simply as a matter of confusion and chaos. I really think that some people are trying to test the boundaries here. More than that, it's pushing a lot in a way that's shocking. That people get upset about. And then so the next time when you push a little, it doesn't seem so bad. And that's what I'm concerned is the reasoning behind what happened over this weekend. It's very troubling to me. And again, if there's nothing we can do about it, essentially, unless we... I mean, no, there's nothing really we can do about it, because how court orders are enforced if the parties are refusing to abide by them is you you bring out the marshal, and guess who appoints the head of the marshals? (laughs) This sort of situation is probably what the founders had in mind when they put in the Second Amendment. These were the kinds of circumstances where they felt it was important for the people to have a well-regulated militia independent of the federal government. I don't mean to be only doom and gloom here. I just think it's important that everyone keeps paying attention to this sort of thing. It's important to continue to say this is not normal. It's also important to get upset about smaller things because I do think that one of the stratagems that's going to be used by this administration is to do something wildly shocking or chaotic or just out of left field, sort of throw everyone off, and then when they do something, take a little step in the wrong direction, it doesn't feel as bad. I don't think they're necessarily just distracting us. I think they're trying to acclimate us. It's sort of like the inverse of slowly raising the temperature of the water in the pot. You know, if you dunk my foot in scalding hot water and then submerge me in what otherwise would have been unbearably hot water, it's probably not going to feel as unbearable because I'm going to be comparing it to what I just went through. So that's that's what I think we're we're dealing with here and it's concerning and I thought I just wanted to express comments on it. I mean this podcast really is my way of venting my frustrations and worries and fears about what this administration's going to do and is doing. So the addendums might become a regular thing. I suspect that they will, because I suspect that as time goes on, as I cover more ground, and as the administration does more bullshit, I'll have more to talk about. So, I wouldn't be surprised if I start doing these regularly. Anyway, keep an eye out for the next episode. Again, I'm I'm reading Tom Holland's Rubicon, Fall of the Roman Republic, to answer the question of whether we've crossed our own Rubicon. So, until then, stay tuned.